This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Tuesday, March 20th, 2012. I'm Caleb Brown. House Budget Committee Chairman Paul Ryan is out with his annual budget blueprint. Chris Edwards, Director of Tax Policy Studies at the Cato Institute, says the plan in general moves in the right direction on spending and taxes, but focuses too little attention on terminating activities that are properly state, local, and private functions. Well, the Paul Ryan plan would trim total federal spending from $3.62 trillion this year to $3.53 trillion next year, so a modest trim in federal spending. Uh, That figure is about $24 billion less than President Obama has proposed. Over the next 10 years, uh, the Ryan plan would increase spending from about $3.6 trillion this year to about $4.9 trillion 10 years from now, uh, that's about a 3% annual growth rate. So the Paul Ryan budget doesn't actually cut spending. It increases it modestly at about 3% a year over the next decade. One thing about this plan that's that's interesting is that it's it's very gradual in how it uh, moves uh, federal spending, federal outlays, and a lot of programs from where they are now, which is in many cases dramatically higher than they have been historically. is it is it problematic that that these transitions out of these programs are so gradual? Certainly, the Paul Ryan plan is not radical by Cato Institute standards. It is a gradual, modest sort of mainstream reform. So, ten years from now, for example, total federal spending under the Paul Ryan plan would be just thirteen percent less than proposed by President Obama in his budget this year. So, we're likely to hear uh, and read in the newspapers that Paul Ryan slashes and cuts and burn spending. The reality is he really just reduces it 13% from where President Obama would have it 10 years from now. The big ticket items like uh, Medicare and others, what happens uh, under this plan? Well, Paul Ryan uh, has decided not to uh, touch uh, Social Security this year. Paul Ryan personally supports uh, some pretty substantial Social Security reforms, but he thinks that health care reform and other entitlement reforms are more important. So Paul Ryan takes on Medicare, for example. He would slowly transi- transition the system to a more consumer-based plan than the current fee-for-service plan. His other big entitlement reform is moving Medicaid, food stamps, and other entitlement programs to block grants. So now, for example, Medicaid is a matching program where the federal government gives the states uh, 50 or 60 cents for every dollar that they spend on Medicaid health care spending. The problem with that is, is that it induces or encourages the states to increase their health care budgets because the more the state spends, the more federal money they get. Paul Ryan moves to a block grant, which means he would give all 50 states a fixed amount of money every year and then essentially let the states do what they want with it. Uh, this is a big reform in my view. This, this is the direction we should be going with all these so-called entitlement programs. Ultimately, we should eliminate them. But in the short and medium term, I think moving to a block grant approach where the federal government contribution is a fixed amount, that's the way to go. And uh, as, you, as you note uh, here and elsewhere, uh, by setting up these programs as block grants, it may be easier to eliminate them down the road. That's right. I mean, right now with the federal Medicaid budget, uh, federal spending increases every year. And really, it, it's state governments and state health care programs that are driving the spending on this program. 
By switching Medicaid and food stamps and other programs to a block grant, Congress and, and presidents in the future will be able to strictly control the spending on those programs. If you have fiscal conservatives in Congress, they, it will be easier for them to cut the programs, for example. Downsizinggovernment.org has a, a budget plan for the federal government. How does uh, the Paul Ryan plan uh, stack up against the plan that, admittedly, you yourself are largely responsible for? Well, Paul Ryan would, would uh, reduce federal spending from about 23% of the economy or GDP this year down to about 20% of GDP 10 years from now. At downsizinggovernment.org, we have proposals that would reduce spending down to about 15 percent of GDP. Ultimately, I think if, you know, constitutionally you could get federal spending down to maybe 10 percent of GDP if the federal government sort of just stuck to its basic core constitutional responsibilities. Uh, so, you know, Paul Ryan's plan moves spending in the right direction. It gets it back to its sort of normal historic range. But even Ryan's plan, you know, getting spending down to 20 percent of GDP that would still be higher than the 18% of GDP that President Clinton got spending down to in the late 1990s. And uh, getting spending down to 20% of GDP, historically, what have tax revenues been as a share of GDP? Well, historically, tax revenues have been about 18% of GDP. Currently, they are tax revenues are much lower than normal because of the recession and slow growth we've had recently. But under the Ryan plan, uh, all the current tax cuts that uh, Bush enacted would be extended. Uh, the AMT would be repealed. Uh, and he would make some other reforms like lowering the corporate tax rate. And revenues would rise to their normal level of about 18 percent of GDP. Does that make essentially a permanent uh, budget deficit? As Paul Ryan does not plan to balance the budget in 10 years. Uh, some fiscal conservative voters and activists may be concerned about that. Uh, from my perspective, the most important thing is to start reforming these and restructuring these re entitlement programs and start cutting spending. The size of the budget deficit is a secondary issue. It's really the spending cuts that is the most important thing. Paul Ryan takes some modest steps forward to cut spending. My main beef with the Paul Ryan budget proposal is that he, he does try to restructure some entitlement programs and he does try to get overall spending down. He does not put very much effort into actually terminating whole programs or agencies or departments. Um, he, he does uh, want to repeal Obama's health care law and high-speed rail subsidies. Uh, but he doesn't go after but whole agencies and whole programs and argue for complete termination. So I wish he was bolder with his specific spending reforms. Chris Edwards is Director of Tax Policy Studies at the Cato Institute. You can read more of his work at Cato.org.